Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing program services and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we'll talk with Angela Yaboa, Domestic Violence Advocacy Center's Project Coordinator. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so we'll talk about that as well as Fairfax County's domestic and sexual violence services. Angela, thanks so much for being here with us today to talk about uh, this important topic. So. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Absolutely. A topic um, that is um, definitely something that we should talk about, but maybe folks don't talk about. Yes, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Why, why is that? Well, I think there's a lot of um, misconceptions about domestic violence in and of itself, what it looks like, who the victims are. Um, there's also a lot of shame behind it. And so these are difficult conversations to have because mm -hmm. domestic violence really is very complicated. Um, there is no right way to um, behave as a victim. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that people generally have a hard time grappling with because mm -hmm. it is so very complicated. What, what is domestic violence? I mean, is there, a, is there a definition? Is there, you know, things we should look for? How do you, how do you explain it to people that say, or how would you explain it to me? Because I'm asking, you know, <laughs> what is domestic violence? Um, domestic violence, um, plainly put, is um, a pattern of behavior used to gain power and control over a person. Now, mm. it can manifest itself in many different ways. Um, most people, when they think of domestic violence, they think of physical violence. Right. But there's also verbal, there's emotional, there's psychological, there's um, economic and there's, um, there's sexual abuse as well. So there's mm. lots of different forms of DV. And, you know, an emerging um, trend right now is cyber, um, cyber really? abuse. Yes, there's a lot of um, power and control that is exerted um, over victims through the use of technology. And mm. so there's many different ways that domestic violence can present itself. See, I would have, I would have never made that connection, domestic violence and cyber, mm -hmm. you know, internet, you know, coming in. When I, when, in my mind, when I'm thinking domestic violence, I'm thinking a house in a right. dwelling, in a apartment. Right. Now, I understand internet comes in, that kind of thing, but I, I didn't make that connection. Absolutely, because at the heart of domestic violence is power and control. Right. And again, you can use anything to um, exert power and control over another individual. Uh -huh. um, a lot of times uh, abusers may use technology um, as a way to control. So sometimes you have um, victims that will present with issues of where they're either being monitored um, through mm. their computer system or the abuser is um, has uh, decided to uh, has decided to maybe use the internet um, by, um, you know, doing things such as uh, uh, revenge porn or oh, okay. um, distributing compromising photos of the individual online. Um, there's lots of different ways that uh, abusers mm -hmm. can utilize technology to, to gain that um, right. power and control right. over the victim. So not only is it domestic violence, but I'm sure there's also other laws and crimes you know, that are when, being committed. When, when, committed when we get as that, well. that yes. stage as well. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, 
interesting in in the definition when I ask you uh, what is domestic violence, and you've you've mentioned it a couple of times, gain power and control over a person. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, when I think domestic violence, I think the violence part, mm-hmm. but it's those really subtle parts that you've you've talked about gaining the power and gaining control that really can be accomplished without a physical act of violence. Oh, absolutely. And I, and I think that for me is, is kind of, oh, wow, you know, kind of an eye-opener. Yeah, is, that, is that true with a lot of people? Absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, oftentimes it starts with the subtleties, um, the isolation, the verbal abuse. Once you get to a person's head um, and you influence the way they feel about themselves, it impacts the decisions that they make. And so it's oftentimes, you know, an abuser doesn't present themselves with abuser written across their forehead. You know, there's a certain level of manipulation that takes place. And oftentimes, if you isolate a victim or if you get a victim to believe certain things about themselves, Mm. it makes it that much easier for you to then be physical Mm. towards them. Mm. Now, is it also on the the flip side of the coin, is, is that what makes it hard to recognize domestic violence when there's not a physical violence thing because, again, it could be, you know, over a course of weeks, months, years, this, you know, this psychological, you know, uh, thing going on that you could seem normal to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Use air quote normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and even as a victim, oftentimes you may you not recognize, recognize it. it yourself. Really? Interesting. Yeah, because uh, like I said, for the most part, most people, when they think of domestic violence, they think of the physical aspect. Yeah, that's what I thought. And it's hard for a person to view themselves as a victim sometimes in that way, especially if you care and love this person and this person, you know, one day is telling you that they care about you and then the next day they're making you feel horribly about yourself. So it's really hard. If it's hard for the victim to recognize it, it's even that much harder for everyone else too as well. Um, another assumption, assumption I have, um, is it more <clears throat> males committing domestic violence? There isn't. It's, it's, you know, domestic violence cuts across all genders, um, socioeconomic, racial, ethnicity. Um, it's equal opportunity offender. Equal opportunity <laughs> offender. Um, in Fairfax County alone, about 10 people per day um, are physically abused by an intimate partner. Wow. And nationally, one out of four women over the age of 18 and one out of seven men have been victims of severe physical violence by an intimate partner. So like you said, it really is an equal opportunity mm-hmm. um, offense. Wow. I, 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 was, I was soaking in the 10 people per day in Fairfax County. Fairfax County alone. Experience yeah. physical? Physical. Physical violence. By an intimate partner. So I, I was I was I was soaking that in, and I I I didn't hear all the other statistics. Mm-hmm. So could you kind of repeat some sure. of those other kind of things? Because sure. I want to make sure our our, our, <laughs> our listeners didn't you know go wow on that first one and then and miss those other ones. Absolutely. So one out of four women over the age of eighteen, and one out of seven men over the age of eighteen have been physically um, abused by an intimate partner in their lifetime. 
Mm-hmm. And an, another interesting statistic for you, um, victims of intimate partner violence lose a total of 8 million paid workdays per year. Holy cow. Um, I have another one for you. <laughs> 38% of um, uh, victims of um, domestic violence become homeless at some point in their lives. Really? 38%. Wow. Yeah. And... and- and do we have a, a number to be able to translate either Fairfax County or nationally? And maybe, again, all these statistics, I'm like, woo! Uh, number of people in Fairfax County, a number of people in, in the nation that, that this could we could be talking about potentially, the number of people that, that might experience? Um, I don't have this specific number, yeah. um, but overall nationally, yeah, yeah. Um, those are the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know where to start after all that. Um, and And <laughs> – I guess I'll just ask you, where do you start? I mean, you're the project coordinator of the Domestic Violence Advocacy Center. Action Center. Action Center. Mm -hmm. Um, Where where do you start? Well, I mean, I think, think, you know, that speaks to, um, you know, the theme of Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, Our theme this year is be the one, play a part, right? And what that basically means is that we can all play a part in eradicating domestic violence. There's so many things that we can do as individuals, Um, whether you are a bystander or um, if you are a service provider. So Mm -hmm. it could be something simple as, um, you know, wearing purple, um, which is, you know, the the national um, color to represent domestic violence awareness. Um, to show some sort of solidarity or support, whether it's, you know, speaking at your church um, on DV, about DV, um, or being a friend and just listening to someone who may be experiencing domestic violence, or just being more attentive to individuals that you may feel um, are going through some sort of a, abuse, whether it's, you know, the, the, the individual has become distant or um, seems to be isolating themselves, just becoming more aware of um, these issues and educating yourself so that you can educate others. So we can mm-hmm. all play a part mm-hmm. in, um, in eradicating right. domestic violence. So are, are those some of the things I should be looking for, uh, changes in behavior, person distancing themselves? Is mm-hmm. there, are there other things? Fear, fear of, you know, upsetting the partner, oh, okay. um, you know, constantly feeling a need to check in with the partner to make sure mm. that things that they're doing is okay. Um, but oftentimes it's really about, you know, isolation and, and withdrawal uh-huh. from other people. Yeah. Does uh, is money financial uh, play a, a part oh, in it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, economic abuse is really, really um, prevalent. Um, oftentimes, because the abuser is um, the breadwinner, breadwinner and controls mm. the money, um, and without you know finances, it's hard for you to leave. It's hard for you to find right. resources. Um, and I guess that's the reason that thirty-eight percent of domestic violence victims become, become homeless, homeless is yeah. because of the economics. Yeah, and leaving is you know it's it takes a lot of courage mm-hmm. um, and strength to be able to leave. I know oftentimes people ask you know well you know why don't they just leave? Right. Why can't they just leave? But it's so difficult to leave because it's, 
you know, especially if you don't know what's out there. You know, they say the devil you know is better than the one you don't. Right. And so if you have children or if you're financially connected to the abuser, it's hard for you to step out on your own yeah. because you don't know what, what to experience, right. especially if you have children. You, right. you now have to worry about, you know, where you're going to live with the children, whether the abuser is going to take you to court. Um, mm. And that's, you know, as a way to try to pull you back in. Um, so there's different things that go through a victim's head when they're when they have to make that very, right. very difficult decision. I guess if if you haven't been in that situation, you can't really truly understand it because, as you said, the the abuser has gained that power and that control yeah. and a lot of psychological stuff going on there where, you know, it, it's hard to hard to break free. It hard is to hard away. to break free. But, you know, there are resources out there and there's help out there for victims. Um, you know, I am the uh, the coordinator for the Domestic Violence Action Center, um, also known as DVAC. Mm-hmm. And DVAC is a comprehensive co-located um, service center with multiple partners, legal, non-legal service providers um, that can provide assistance to victims. We have advocates there that are ready and able and excited to to help out. They can assist with court accompaniment if if victims have, mm. you know, legal matters, they can assist with referrals to legal service providers, referrals for counseling services. Um, there's so many different resources out there. We have um, four locations now. Okay. So our main office is on um, in the historical courthouse on Chambridge Road, um, right across from the Fairfax County um, courthouse. And then we also occupy space in the Jerry Highland building in the um, in South County in the government center as well. And then we recently, and I'm really excited about this, opened a location um, in North County at the Herndon Neighborhood Resource Center. Um, we have advocates there that provide assistance every Friday from nine to five. And then we also have an advocate that's actually located in the courthouse daily from um, 8 o'clock to 4.30 to provide assistance with filing protective orders, Mm. um, you know, court accompaniment, and other forms of um, advocacy services. okay. So four physical locations, if you will, or staff in four four places. Mm -hmm. Um, How would folks, um, if if someone is listening to this and, and heard you mention it, how would they you know, find the address. Is there a telephone number? You know, how can, you know, is there a web page to go to to get more information mm-hmm. about the, the DVAC or the Domestic Violence Action Center? Absolutely. Um, so Fairfax County, if, first of all, if someone is in need of help, there is the Fairfax County 24-hour domestic and sexual violence hotline, and that number is 703-360-7273. They can also go on the Fairfax County um, website at Mm fairfaxcounty.gov and search domestic and sexual violence. Um, In addition, the uh, Fairfax County Department of Family Services Domestic and and Sexual Violence Service Division offers a ton of resources. We have um, counseling services. As I mentioned before, DVAC is also available. 
Um, we provide um, hospital accompaniment, mm. housing and economic support, outreach, education, and we also have our um, fully accredited um, batteries intervention program, which is called ADAPT, and it stands for Anger and Domestic Abuse Prevention Treatment mm -hmm. as well. And this is all through the county. So wow. there's resources available out okay. there for victims. You mentioned a lot of resources and telephone numbers, and I guess uh, I want to make sure I, I throw this out. If if you if it's a life threatening situation, mm -hmm. if you truly are in danger, please call nine one one. Absolutely. Uh, if you're in a situation where um, you're scared and fearful for your life, maybe you know the person or persons are in the home with you and you can't really talk. Here in Fairfax County, you can text nine one one, but call first. So yes. call or text nine one one if it's really truly uh, life life endangering situation. But again, that domestic and sexual violence hotline seven zero three three six zero seven two seven three. We'll try to mention again that before we uh, before we wrap up. Um, we're drawing attention to domestic violence. Uh, it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month, the month of October. Mm -hmm. uh, you talked about earlier about wearing purple. Yes. I actually had my purple shirt this morning. I was looking, <laughs> well, I don't think it matches my, my little sweater I'm going to wear. So I didn't wear my purple, doggone it. I should have done that for today. But <laughs> other than wearing purple, uh, the hashtag play a part if, if you're on social media and you want to uh, be involved with that because the theme is uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month is be the one, mm -hmm. play a part. Hashtag purple out Fairfax. Oh, I like that. <laughs> purple out Fairfax. Mm -hmm. So what are you guys doing uh, this month to draw awareness to the issue, to the to the problem? There's several things. Um, you mentioned you weren't able to wear purple, but on October 24th, is purple out. Oh, okay. So you can um, wear purple um, and uh, just basically show your support and um, stand in solidarity for victims. And also this uh, year, Potbelly in Fairfax Corner is giving out free cookies to patrons who wear purple and explain why they are wearing um, purple. So you can- For my free cookie. For no. your free cookie. No. <laughs> That's not gonna work. Um, we also have a month-long uh, series of Lunch and Learns oh, across okay. the county um, for county employees. Um, you can go to Employee U as a county employee and sign up. Um, there are different days for these Lunch and Learn, and as a matter of fact, there's one today um, at 12.30, from 12.30 to 1.30 at the Heritage um, Center. The trainings for the Lunch and Learn um, sessions basically will prepare participants to support clients and customers experiencing domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And um, all attendees, you know, hopefully will will be able to explore the dynamics of domestic violence, better support clients who are experiencing or using violence in their relationships, learn how to have conversations about domestic violence in their work, and then hear about supportive services available in Fairfax County. Mm -hmm. um, so we have a Lunch and Learn today um, at the Heritage Center, Center on Little, Little River Turnpike. There's one on October 15th, um, one on October 16th, October 23rd and October 30th. And you can find all of these um, Lunch and Learns on Employee U and 
employees can um, register Mm -hmm. for it there. And Um, let me just interrupt. I'll just say if you're listening to this podcast and uh, uh, Angela says today, just be (laughs) sure to check your calendar because, you know, it depends on when you're listening to this podcast, uh, what uh, program may have already passed. So if you're an employee of Fairfax County, again, go to Employee U and you can catch that schedule. So I just want to make that clarification. (laughs) Thank you. Um, We will also have um, a proclamation day um, by the Board of Supervisors on October 15th as okay. well. Okay. And is that where they're going to proclaim Purple Out Day, perhaps? <laughs> 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 and per, per, Purple Out Day in Fairfax County is October 24th? 20, 24th, okay. yes. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. when we should make sure we wear, wear purple. purple. Okay. Yes. And use the hashtag Purple Out Fairfax? Hashtag Purple Out Fairfax, yes. yep. So especially if we're going to be wearing our purple, you can take advantage of that. Um, Sorry, I kind of cut you off. Was there anything else we were t- going to be talking about about yeah. what you guys are doing? There's now? um there's also a community training um which is uh, entitled "Supporting Kids Through Difficult Times," oh, yeah. and it's going to be on October 16th at Pohick Re- Regional Library. Okay, that's kind of interesting and and good because you don't think about the impact that it has on kids and the family. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it really does. They yeah. they oftentimes the kids are, you know, the unfortunate um, recipients directly and indirectly mm-hmm. of domestic violence. Yeah. So yeah, so that that ought to be a good training. Right. Um, and now, also, who who should attend that? Um, the the community. Okay. Anyone can, can, so, can okay. attend. Okay. So you don't have to be a, a teacher or whatever. Just if you're interested if you're in interested. it, just to learn more to be able to recognize the signs of your neighbors or friends or whatever. So absolutely. Yeah, okay. And then many of the county's libraries have media have a media list um, of domestic violence specific books and movies as oh, well. Okay. So, um, and then finally, we'll wrap up um, the month with a moment of silence in honor of um, all victims who have lost their lives um, to domestic violence over the past year. Okay. As well. Okay. So, so that's at the end of the month. At the end of the month. Okay. Yes. Busy month it for, is. for you guys. It is. Yeah. It is. But um, it's a labor of love. <laughs> yeah. But that's a good point I want to bring up. We're not highlighting it during October because there's this, I'm assuming, dramatic increase in domestic violence during October. It happens every month. It happens we're, every month. We're trying to draw attention to it now and hopefully that the trainings and the awareness and everything sticks with us throughout the year. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, now, are there different times of the year? Do our holidays worse or does it it's just a 365 24/7 problem? I think so. I mean, I think that there're definitely certain things that may heighten triggers or our yeah. triggers, things like that. Um, but I think, you know, it's like we said it's equal opportunity, yeah, yeah. you know, at yeah, any time. It happens all the time, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. As we are wrapping up our discussion, we'll throw out the website and telephone number and that kind of thing in case uh, we need to, to get in contact with you. Uh, anything else about the Domestic Violence Action Center, uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, mm-hmm. the county's domestic and sexual violence services, anything else you want to share with us in the last 30 seconds to a minute as we as we kind of wrap up? Yeah, that, you know, it's domestic violence is very complicated and for you know anyone who is experiencing domestic violence, there is help out there, um, especially in Fairfax County. Um, as I mentioned before, the Domestic Violence Action Center is there. It's a walk-in center. You don't need an appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't. It's not 
We're not going to check to see whether you have, um, uh, whether you're documented or anything like that. Um, you can walk in, no, no questions asked. We provide an array of languages um, for victims. So language shouldn't be a barrier. Mm. Your economics shouldn't be a barrier because we provide all of our services are free, um, yeah. you know, so there's help out there for victims. And so, you know, I just, I would just ask that, you know, if you are experiencing domestic violence, you call the hotline and um, you visit the Fairfax County website um, for assistance. Mm-hmm. Excellent points to, to close out there about the language and mm-hmm. the cost and that kind of thing. So yeah. excellent information. Unfortunately, this is a topic we have to talk about. I wish it wasn't. Yeah. But we have to draw attention to it. So uh, uh, hopefully next year during October, we don't have to talk about it again. Maybe domestic violence will be solved and cured. But I have, imag- I have a feeling we'll, we'll be talking about it again. But again, take advantage of these trainings. Uh, do what you can. Help those in need. Again, domestic and sexual violence hotline number if you need that, 703-360-7273. Go to fairfaxcounty.gov and search domestic and sexual violence. You can find uh, more information there. Also, more information there about the uh, Domestic Violence Action Center as well. So, Angela, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much yeah. for Absolutely. Having Absolutely. <laughs> Angela Yaboa with us here on the County Conversation. If you want to uh, get more Fairfax County news and event information, we encourage encourage you to go online to fairfaxcounty.gov news, or you can call us at 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, and that's weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks again for joining us on the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.